Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D and talk about them. It's also a critical hit to your brain. And it also, this week, features very special guest, Harry McIntyre. Harry, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. What a pleasure to be here. What a treat to have you. I'm Jane. I play Prudence, the tiefling warlock. And also, very special guest, Andy, is here too. <laughs> Hi. I play the pirate one, Corazon. He's in it. In what way would you consider yourself special being as you're on every single week? Hey, aren't we all special in our own in ways? In our own ways. No, you're right. Jane. You're right. You're extremely right. This week, we're listening to part two of Wedded Redemption, uh, which was recorded at MCM London 2021, back late last year at that Comic-Con, and featured, as mentioned, special guest Harry McIntyre, which is why we have Harry in to talk about Aubrey and your experience with Oxventure, mm. such as it was. So before we get onto that, Harry, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing. I'm doing very well. I. I. I'm dealing with the the heat. It's just post heat wave, so mm. you know that was good. I watched a, a five hour long form essay on all the Lord of the Rings games that ever got released. Uh, oh on, wow! On the hottest Tuesday, and bear Goodness. in mind, I've only I've only played two of those games, so it was pretty opaque to me. But 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 what a way <laughs> what a way to spend five hours. You were in it, Jane. You actually, there's a little clip of you interviewing. There was some Aragorn game, like a very niche. Aragorn-y something and it's you it's 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 a you interviewing someone yeah oh wow that's um that must be at least 11 years old because I was probably at GameSpot at that point you were you were no I didn't google that or anything like that just kept that was that was evident in the in the voice the the mic flag said (laughs) GameSpot etc etc yeah Yeah. have there been any good Lord of the Rings games apart from Shadow of Mordor well I would say that the um the uh, Return of the King they did on the GameCube was was pretty banging Oh yeah, no, you're right. But but they are literally but, the mean, ones I've played. So so I mean, and that covered maybe twenty minutes of footage, and it was a it was a five and a half hour five, thing. Yeah, five hours. I don't know, Jane. Should we pivot to five hour long video essays? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should have made that one. Honestly, yeah. Lord of the Rings Online was all right. Also, I hear. I mean, who yeah, has time? but you're right. You're like a World of Warcraft pervert. Yeah, though, this is so. true. <laughs> yeah, I'm a degenerate into, like that. You're into so, that stuff. Into that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Andy, how was your weekend? We're actually recording on a Monday, which is unfeasibly early for us, given that we usually record in a panic on Thursday and then put the podcast out on Friday. So how was your weekend, Andy? I feel like uh, I'm entitled to ask. Uh, Yeah, it was it was good. It's too hot still to do anything, really. So I played like nine hours of Fall Guys, uh, which is fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's a good fun game. And it's on Xbox now. All right, I will, I will. I mean, I was terrible at it when it came out on PlayStation, but I assume I'll be great at it now. They're literally native console. There aren't any controls. You just run (laughs) in a straight line. It's not there. You can't be good or bad at it. It's sort of in the lap of the gods. I've seen people be good at it. I've been. I've seen people be like elite at it, where they just bounce from start to finish. Hacks, hacks. I think. Yeah, it's probably hacks. That's what I tell myself. So, Harry. Yeah, Harry. So if people at home haven't encountered your many fine performances uh, where might people know you from um so probably from a, a tv show called the last kingdom which is available on netflix and continues to be available on netflix and that's a sort of alfred the great horsey swordy viking very much part of the zeitgeist um <laughs> you know that kind of stuff so i did that for three years and then other bits and bobs and increasingly increasingly um kind of voice and and video game stuff there's a couple that haven't come out yet which i can't talk about but i'm in i'm in assassin's creed valhalla and there's a couple more that are going to be happening so 
maybe that. If anything, maybe that. Although, as we discussed um, off mic, I do have a regional theatre award from 2015, so it could be that. It could also be that. Yeah. People might recognise you from the regional theatre award. Yes, yes. 2015, yeah. yeah. So... How long have you been playing D&D? Because you played D&D before this. Yeah. Right? So, well, I haven't played that much, but I DM a lot. So I started, yeah. I started, I DM, uh, a, in fact, I DM two campaigns. So we play every week. I started DMing in December of 2018, maybe 29, no, December 2018. A completely homebrewed campaign, uh, which was ridiculous, actually, because I'd literally never played D&D before. And so I homebrewed a pantheon of gods. I homebrewed everything. I didn't use a resource for anything at all. And I now have a 170-page Google Doc with the law. Um, and we've played that for a long time. And then after about three years, my friend said, look, I'd like to DM as well. So I now play a, I play a, um, uh, an Oath of Conquest bard called, Thel- uh, Oath of Conquest Paladin, sorry, called Thelonious Bane. Um, once once a month and then i'm now dming a a third campaign which is a thousand year prequel to my own homebrewed campaign it's like the most narcissistic <laughs> oh. thing you can possibly do but i it's it's also the most fun i have at any point during my week and when i i signed with the person who uh, my the guy called dan who books you know conventions and stuff for me because there was an opportunity to do that I said to him, literally the only thing I want to do is play D&D at a convention. And he was like, oh, okay. And I went, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. I, I, that's <laughs> all I, if that, if that happens, I'll consider our you know, business relationship to have been a, a great success. And then, yeah, he called me and was like, I think I might have found a situation for you to play D&D at a convention. Well, it, it worked out really well because uh, Luke, who plays Dob, the party bard, was actually sick that weekend. So we were down a player yeah. and then we got the call from MCM saying uh this guy Harry is quite keen to play D&D with you. I'm like well okay that sounds all right but you know we weren't sure what you would be like whether you would be some sort of uh Joe Manganiello style actor who would come in and uh beat all our characters up with his incredibly <laughs> muscular warrior that kind of stuff but I remember coming in to to meet you in the uh in the green room upstairs and you were all, you were pouring over the players guy yeah. and like uh yeah. putting your character together and I was like okay I think we could work with this I brought all my stuff I yeah I mean I brought all my stuff from home I I I brought my books and uh, when you're when you DM, you spend a lot of time, I, or at least I do, being very envious of your players' builds and what they've done because you're not getting mm. to level up, you're not getting to like unlock new abilities, and you know, like you, you know, use meta magic or like you, you, there's you're not getting special spells from your cleric domain or whatever. And so, um, and my wife plays a draconic bloodline sorcerer, and I was like, well, that looks fun. So I'd and and then and then there was a cat came into our porch one day and we decided he was called Aubrey. Um, and then I just sort of thought, well, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that then. Amazing. So Aubrey was created just for the, for the live show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and also that I was like, right, okay. Because I, 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 they hadn't told me. It was funny because I'd been watching your guys' videos um, uh, just kind of by chance. I just, start, just literally just subscribed to you guys like a week before on YouTube. But they hadn't told me it was you who I was playing with. So until you came right. in the room, um, you came in and I went, "Oh, I know who you are." And I'd been, I'd, so I didn't know what kind of camp, what kind of session it was going to be. I didn't know if it was going to be really combat heavy and really noodly and really dungeon crawly or whatever. So I'd packed these kind of real power gamey spells. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then when oh it's these guys and immediately changed <laughs> half my spells throw all this away yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 we're not really interested in the sort of crunchy elements of D&D we're just out there to sort of have fun and show off really yeah I, and, and then I think about two minutes in Egbert ran into a hedge maze and I went oh I'll be fine I'll be fine <laughs> yeah he was having his own adventure <laughs> off in a different part of the of the of the game yeah he often does that um so what was it like playing in front of a crowd of people because presumably that's the first time you've done that yeah that's unbelievable i uh, it's uh, honestly i kept saying I, i've been saying to people since i did it and people you know don't ask me about D as often as i'd like them to but it is it's the best thing i did all year it's the most fun i've had all year it was i was just i was absolutely buzzing about it and i still i've watched the i've watched the video about four times <laughs> just kind of i'm getting in getting in the comments reading about people disagreeing with me using you know cantrips and, and you know did i use my meta oh, the rules, i use the two meta magic yeah. options in the same turn apparently you're not allowed to do that you know all those kind of stuff and it's a it's a great place to learn the youtube comment section anyway yeah i've well yeah i found that over the last <laughs> 10 years i've learned a lot of things about myself and my various failings and <laughs> Um, but yeah, you teach acting as well, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So my um, a guy from the cast from, from Last Kingdom, a guy called Mark Rowley, started an online acting kind of coaching thing uh, during lockdown. And yeah, so I've been I've been teaching on that. We've been doing all, yeah, doing all kinds of stuff. I think that D&D is probably quite a good tool for actors who want to learn improvisation. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah. God, yeah. God, yeah. I think that it's the, 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 really, the really brilliant thing about D&D, and I actually... Got, I got into D&D when I wasn't really in a very good headspace and and really needed some kind of outlet. And the amazing thing about D&D is that it not only teaches you, you know, you're, you're kind of improvising and you're doing all this sort of stuff and you're immersing yourself in something that's different and it's escapism, but also it's collaborative. You can only do it with other people. And so, you know, I was in a place where I didn't really want to see anybody. I didn't really want to do anything. I didn't really want to go out. But then I was writing a D&D campaign, which meant that every week I had like, we had three friends come around and I saw people and it was the most, it's a, I think it's, you know, without kind of getting too uh, heavy on it, I think it's a genuinely like healing thing, D&D, if you play it with the right mm. people, because it's, um, yeah, it's collaborative. You, you, you have to divorce yourself from the idea of perfection as well, because if my players run a perfect, if my, if, if my, if a session goes perfectly as I've planned it, then I've taken away my player agency as well, you know, like, it's a messy and fun and yeah, collaborative thing. And I think that's when it's at its best. Yeah. Well, this was definitely a, a messy session. I think uh, you, would, you would agree with that, Jane. I don't think it went quite perfectly, this one. Was it messier than usual? Yeah, it could be actually. Messier than average. <laughs> I, I just remember this is the one where I tried, I kept trying to knock that guy out in the oh, corridor. Yes. <laughs> and I just... I just kept rolling ones and sevens and oh, it was I think I, uh, Yeah, failed stealth is the most humiliating kind of fail, I think. Mm. <laughs> so shall we have a listen to the second part, the finale of Wedded Redemption and uh, then come back and talk about it after. How about that? Sounds good. You are certain... That the moment of assassination has come, and that it has come at the hand of some sort of vile necromancer. <laughs> because on the table there is an absolutely enormous roast swan. For effect, they have left on its beak, and by extension head, um, and its feet. But now you realise this was a ploy to give it 
maximum maneuverability and deadliness because any second now it's going to come to life, spring across that table and peck a man to death. What do you do, Aubrey? Uh, I, I, uh, oh my stars, I cast Firebolt on the... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello. Like Dob's still here. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's uh, let's see. Is this this is a targeted rather than yeah, an AOE, right? Yeah, this is a targeted. Right? Yeah, yeah. Can't you? I mean, <laughs> to to be frank with you, it would be in keeping if you did want to do an AOE fire <laughs> spell. But um, um, okay, so you're yeah, just making a brain spell attack, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's it's just a thirteen. I would say that beats the armor class on the dead swan. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, what does it look like? Um, the swan, it basically explodes. But <laughs> how? Describe yeah. it to us. What uh, do we well, see? I, I think um, I think I reach reach a paw out. The the and the and with the other paw, cover the cover the eyes of my um, new charge. Uh, and as, as it explodes, I, I turn to him and I say, you don't have to be afraid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, well, splendid. Um, <laughs> um, yes, uh, good. Can I smell swan? <laughs> um, meanwhile, um, mage hands people. Uh, you're both trying to mage hand. Swap the glass, swap the, the goblet, thing. out of the father, the other father. Okay. Yeah, going for it. You're both hand. properly going for it. Yes. And, and it, are you competing here? Yeah, it's a slap fight. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Who's that closer? Are we equidistant from the assassination? Yeah, victim? it's a pretty fair fight. <laughs> All right. So. Um, Roll for it. You. The good news is you do successfully slap the goblet out of his hand and it flies against the wall onto a very um, impressive and slightly self-indulgent uh, oil painting of the man himself, which immediately starts to sort of fizz and bubble. Nobody in the room seems to notice this because um, the Viscount also seems to be under attack from at least one invisible assailant, <laughs> as he's kind of just giving it one of these. Just getting slapped around a bit as, as you two... Um, Compete to, to yes. whack the goblet out of his hand. This Collateral goes damage. on for. It happens. This goes on for a good 45 seconds. <laughs> the whole is going, oh, oh, good goodness, heaven. Oh. They're pointing at bits of swan, they're pointing at uh, the Viscount, who's having some sort, just just under assault somehow. They go, oh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Right, and then I go, what a wonderful speech. The father of the bride, everyone. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. That's a charisma persuasion check, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, starting a round of applause is a charisma persuasion check. Mm. That's what it is. It's a 22, though. All right, so. it works. Great speech. Great speech. Great speech. You can hear them. We've got sound effects. Yeah. Take that, Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they applaud, and uh, the Viscount, once he stops getting magically beaten around the face <laughs> and neck, kind of goes, oh, uh, ha, 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 ha. Wonderful speech, so, wonderful. Well, they do, do say uh, brevity is, is key. Uh, so, yes, great. Um, uh, I, in, in closing, I'd just like to wish them um, every happiness. I look forward to sharing many laughs with both of them in the future. 
<laughs> and uh, may their love uh, grow just as my investments, uh, which I have newly made, surely will. So um, if anyone wants to come and talk to me uh, about my cryptic currency portfolio <laughs> afterwards, I shall be very glad to tell you all about it. It's fascinating. <laughs> Thank you very much. He sits back down uh, and uh, sort of goes to reach for a leg of bird and uh, ah, notices there is no longer a swan at the table. <laughs> the other guests are quite unnerved, I should say. You do notice one of them stand and, uh, and, and march out quite haughtily. Um, uh, Excuse at, at, me, I at, say, at, and get up from the table. I've got to go to the little warlock's room. and then yeah, I... Excuse <laughs> also me, I say. A, a number of people are sort of bick, uh, bicking? Picking bits of um, of like <laughs> avian detritus out of their <laughs> hair and outfits, so it's it's not unthinkable that that you you could excuse yourself at this point. Um, but the wishbone has landed right in front of you on the table, but there is also a very large quantity of swan attached to it. Well, I'm going to eat the swan first. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wait, waste not, one not. I suppose that's fair. But then I'll make a wish. Okay. Are you wishing oh, with anybody? Uh, yeah, with one of the children next to me. Here, mister! <laughs> Get off that bone! Well, you'll have to pull it and we'll see who gets their wish. Roll me a d20. Okay. 19. Six. <laughs> what do you wish for? Uh, hmm. I wish for the... I would like to wish for the uh, killer to embarrassingly reveal themselves. I figure it's worth a shot. I'm not really helping with this investigation otherwise. <laughs> so, I'll give it a whirl. Now I feel bad that wishbones canonically don't work in guests. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it was worth a punt. It's just nice to know what you're thinking about. Yeah. yeah. I go back to finishing my juice box. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fifth. One of the older children has already told you to slow down. <laughs> uh, right, so, yes. Uh, the room is sort of calming down. Um, uh, you can see uh, the string quartet is, is uh, laboriously kind of dragging its instruments into the room now, looking slightly disgruntled that they've had to move the entire lot with them. Well, the violins looks okay. Um, and they start setting up in the corner. Um, things are sort of returning to normal-ish, um, apart from the fact that most people are now covered in swan grease, and uh, <laughs> one of them has, has marched out into the isolation corridor, well, toward the isolation corridor, where you are still dabbing bisque from a very old man. Yeah, um, I've, I've tried to use control water to try and like pull it out, but all that's done is pull the moisture out and leave a really bad stain yeah. now. So. Oh no. You've and I'm of, just, I've just made it worse. You've reduced it, you've made a bisque <laughs> yeah. reduction. Oh yeah, God. I've made oh, a very no. concentrated bisque. <laughs> I'm covered in jew. Oh, this will never come out now. I'm Marmite, so but made a bisque. Also, do you have any water? I'm feeling a bit lightheaded. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I create a fog cloud. <laughs> oh, that's much better, he says. I'm sorry, it's an off day. I just get excited at weddings. <laughs> That's all right. Voice in the fog. <laughs> hmm. um. Yeah, what do? I sidle out of the room after the yeah. suspicious... Me too. Yeah. I get my chopping chop hand ready. No! Well, I just, I just said I get it ready. 
Okay. I'm not going to do it yet. Follow him at a stealthy distance. He heads toward the open bar, which is, of course, just a giant pool in the middle of the room. Ah, um, okay. He just sort of dips in a, a, a large goblet of wine and just lights a cigar and stands there going like... Should we eavesdrop on him and see if he reveals his plans? Yeah, I cast clairvoyance, so yeah. we don't have to approach him. Uh, I, I, nice. I create a magical sensor within earshot. All right. And I'm going to sneak up and approach him. Yeah, Corazon does that. All right, you make me a stealth check, please. Uh, yes, Claire, uh, supposed to be Claire audience, because you're listening, or? Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, he's sort of there just kind of going, oh, confounded cryptic currency, going to run our business into the ground. Doesn't even ask good riddles. What good is paying for things with a currency if it just doesn't want you to until it's sold a mystery? It's such a laboured idea. <laughs> I mean, you can barely even talk about it for more than 20 seconds before the idea falls apart, but no. Oh, no, Featherby wants to sink half our assets into it. Rubbish. Did Corazon hear that as well? Uh, how did your check go? I don't think we need to worry about all of that. <laughs> no, no. Don't it? Give me inspiration for anything I did previously. <laughs> oh, no, all right, it was no. a natural one. Oh, okay, so obviously one of your one of the coolest tricks in your rogues gallery of uh, the cat, cat in the bin thing. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say that you've sort of been perfecting a, a silent skit oh, yeah, that, that lands one, you yeah. in a dead stop behind <laughs> them, uh, which works brilliantly across all sorts of floors, uh, marble. Uh, difficult terrain. Um, unfortunately, this is a highly polished floor that is covered in no small quantity of swan, swan grease. Uh, so you take the, the two and a half step run up, you slide onto your foot. In your field of vision, you sort of see your hand and leg kind of like in a cool way, with a slight bit of motion blur. It's very dynamic. All of them are doing it nowadays. And uh, you crash directly into the back of his knees, spilling him backwards over you. It's humiliating, presumably, for him. It's quite painful for you because he lands directly on top of you and crushes all of the wind out of you. He goes, what the devil? Oh, sorry, I was trying to get to the bar before everyone else did. <laughs> Why are you talking about everyone's in there listening to that dunderhead? I wish I'd never met him. I wish he'd go away. <laughs> oh, man, it sounds like you really don't like this, this Viscount character. I don't. He yeah. was, well, I, I did. He was a, a good friend and a business partner to me. We've built our riches up, and now they're in a format I don't understand. <laughs> I get it, and now you just wish he would die, right? That's a bit strong. Is it? Certainly solve your problem, wouldn't it? Tell you what, mate. Slip me, uh, slip me some of those cryptic currencies, and I'll, I'll do the job for you. Well... I'll kill him for you. Well, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know if it'll let me spend it. <laughs> but watch. He takes one out. And uh, it's a small sort of like blue metal coin, but it's clearly magical because as he places it in his palm, a little eyeball just kind of blinks open. It, in a really irritating voice, actually, goes, I have a head, but never sleep. I have a mouth, but I don't um, eat. Uh, what am I? Uh, what, what? A river. What is he Oh, that sounds like it. Yeah. Are you a river? Um, no, oh, he okay. says. <laughs> ah, a based cryptic coin wins again. 
<laughs> You're not spending me today. You can try again in 15 minutes. Well, okay, I'm not sure I want any of this cryptic currency. It sounds bad. Well, look, if I wanted to hire you as, a, as some sort of uh, assassin, and I'm not saying I did, I was just, I'm just trying to get rid of these things. Uh, I can't hire you. No. Yeah. Why is, is? No, I just it sounded like you wanted him dead, but I guess you. Well, I, I guess don't. you don't. You seem hot on the idea. Are you going to kill him? No, it's just I only had three suspects, and. You mean Michael? <laughs> Michael is in danger. Let's, uh, well, yes, so I've heard. For, uh, so I've figured out, being the great detective that I am, I mean. Well, that would be terrible if he were to die. But I only had three suspects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, just talk me through it. What have you got? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should discuss the suspects with one of the suspects. All right, well, so have it your way. Do you want to talk about, with, about it with a cryptic coin? No, I hate that coin. All right. right. Um, Hang on, I, I, Prudence, get over here. Hi, I walk over and dip my goblet in the wine pool. Yeah. Cheers. Hello. How's, how's, how's it going here? You heard about the cryptic currency, right? Yeah, well, it's, I don't think it's him. Why not? Because he said he doesn't want him dead. Well, that's what an assassin but would I, say. I know, but he seems... Believe, you know how Egbert's got zone of truth? Yeah. Sure would be useful if Egbert were engaging <laughs> in this adventure in any way. right now. <laughs> I continue to drink my juice box. <laughs> well, we're alone in the bar, right? Everyone else is in the um, dining room. Yes, you're alone in the bar. Well, let's rough him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I roughed his back of his knees up. He seemed pretty... How deep is the wine pool? Uh, I mean, you can absolutely... If you, you're looking to sort of, like, blub, blub, blub interrogate yeah, 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 yeah. him. Yeah, 100%. Deep, I mean, you can drown in an inch of wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a way can, to go. You can get it, like, practically up to his ears. Like, okay. It's a, yeah, it's a proper, like... All right. I kick him in the back of the knee, so he flips forward into the wine pool, and then grab him by the back of the hair and hold him under for a few seconds. I say, oh, no, and then I fill my <laughs> goblet from the wine pool. <laughs> Do you want me to roll for something? Yeah, uh... that would be a strength athletics check, please. Oh, Don't forget that your strength modifier is oh, that's enormous. True. <laughs> I am very strong. That's true. Okay. She is aware there. Don't worry about it. Okay. Sick. Yeah. So, so, huh? Wait, no. I mean, yes. Yeah, it's, it's only seven. It's only seven. Even with the, even with the good stuff. <laughs> Just give him a punt in the shins. Does it hurt at least? Oh. Well, that's something. What? I'm trying to interrogate you, sir. I say. As far as I was aware, I was cooperating. Yeah, I mean, he, he, but you don't. She doesn't believe you, though. Is the... I don't believe you, though. Okay. Please do. Turn out your pockets. Sounds Have you got any poison on you? Hey, yeah, that's Have good. you seen the line of this? This is a fine doublet. It has no pockets. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's very believe... skin tight. I got this cigar out of a bandolier. Look. <laughs> he is wearing a cigar bandolier. <laughs> that's, that's fancy, sir. I believe, I believe him. Okay, fine. We believe him. Then we need a new suspect. Well, why don't you bring me in on this, if you believe me? That sounded more antagonistic than I hoped. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, someone is trying to kill the Viscount. I don't know if you saw the uh, goblet scenario back there. What? The goblet, when it hit the wall, that was it us. dissolved the painting, dissolved right? the painting. There's poison in the goblet. Well, that's ridiculous. Why? Why? Because only, only the, the, the personal sommelier to, to, to Viscount <gasps> Michael Twist. Uh, Featherby has Suspect. access to his wine. You, sommelier? You spoke to I the sommelier? I spoke to the sommelier earlier. He told oh, me he didn't do no. it either. Yeah. 
You spoke That's to what a Mr. sommelier. He has more than one sommelier. Yes. Oh, the, I'm in the room. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The man you're looking for is called Chase. Okay. Or as, uh, as the Viscount is very fond of saying, if it weren't poured by Chase, it don't go in the face. this face. <laughs> That's good. That's how I'll remember that. Yes. So you want to talk to him. Because, I mean, if you're roughing up anybody, it should be him. Why Fine. don't you dunk his head in this pool? He hates this vintage. I will. Great. What's he look like? Uh, sommelier. Um, I don't know. He's the help. Uh, Chase. Chase. Rude. Chase. Chase. Um, oh, he's sort of... Um, he's got an aquiline nose. Great. And, uh, a side passing. <laughs> okay. And uh, a name tag that says Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't miss him. He'll be standing next to uh, the Viscount with, um, with a flagon of wine. With a flagon of wine? There's no time to lose, <laughs> I say. Prudence, we must hurry. Sprint into the dining area. Yeah, let's get back in there. What's well, sprinting at least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do my cool slide again. Apologising profusely to the man that I've left in there. Be like, just, just keep going. It's fine, you'll get it. Follow my voice. <laughs> oh wait, I project message ahead of us faster than I can run. Nice. Into everyone, everyone in our party that is remaining in the dining room. Yeah. And tell them to stop the head sommelier, whose name is Chase, who has an aquiline nose and a name tag that says Chase, and is probably standing next to the the pre-assassination victim. Nailed it. Okay. Yes. You all get an urgent message from okay. Prudence. Has has my guy finished his beast? Because I don't want to leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> he, right now, he's kind of making polite conversation. The last sort Perfect. of three spoonfuls, you're not even sure he noticed. He's sort of going like <laughs> now to sort of get okay. get some of that bisky goodness. Bisque plays a lot of roles in this, this yeah. universe. I've never had it. <laughs> but anyway. One day. Oh, you must. Sponsorship. Please never bring me Bisque to a meeting <laughs> um, Right, yes, yeah, you are, you are free from your duties at the moment. Although he could discover spoons at, at any time. Steal the spoons. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I will... Um, God, I wish I wasn't this man's help. <laughs> Hoisted by my own petard. I'm going to just sort of um, genuflect and gently walk backwards mm -hmm. and see if, if that seems to be sort of a, a, the wrong thing to do, in which case I'll stay there. But if he's not noting my absence, then I'm just going to sort of... No, he kind of gives this sort of right. imperious chuck of the hands right. to say, anon. Okay. Have a look round for Chase. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes. Uh, just, just make me a bit of your wisdom perception, please. Yep. This is not going to be a difficult check. <laughs> Although, um, you seem trepidatious. Why? I'm not very good at it. That's a five. <laughs> Any so modifiers? Uh, that's no, with that's, with, that's with my oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um you have okay you do not locate chase it's not that you locate the wrong person necessarily but okay. you're just there is a profusion of sommeliers in the room okay but at least i can identify the viscount yes so the viscount you know where the viscount is yes uh, okay okay he's he's sort of going where's my looking around for his goblet which okay is a small puddle on the floor behind right him. okay can i minor illusion another goblet 
and see if it gets and see if he tries to fill it. Yes. Ooh, so yeah, nice. Absolutely can. I'd like to to yeah minor minor illusion a goblet kind of next to him and then based on who goes to fill it, I'll assume that's the sommelier. Fantastic. You can have inspiration for that. Oh, thanks. Okay, um, yes, uh, the Viscount kind of like, and then with the frown of someone who's like, I doubt my senses now. It's like, there it is, chest. Um, and he sort of points at the goblet. It's going to be like, fill her up, bad boy. Um, he's getting into this whole wedding business. And you see, uh, you see a man, funnily enough, uh, with some sort of uh, name tag. You can't decipher it from this distance. <laughs> but uh, he definitely has an aquiline nose and the side parting. Steps forward and starts pouring wine uh, directly onto the table, really, mm. through the goblet, um, which gives off a horrible gout of steam and uh, acrid smoke and starts to sort of bubble through the wood. You see Chase kind of go, uh, uh, and start to look at it, and then just sort of straightens up and takes a couple of steps backwards. I think it's corked. (laughs) 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 All right, are Prudence and I back in the room now? Yes. All right, Prudence, what what are we we going to do? The man is still in the corridor in the fog. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I'm assuming. Yeah, Yeah, well, let's see. See where he is. Yeah, he's, yes. He's he's also trying to clean himself up still. So, yeah, he's fine. Why am I explaining this role to you? It's behind my screen. (laughs) Stop it. Um, Yes, uh, you are back in the room, as is... um, as is uh, Featherby's business partner, who is currently stampeding down the middle of the, uh, the table. He's on the table? Yes, he's running down Whoa. the middle of the table. Wow. He's stamping That's on so cakes, cool. uh, accidentally a child's hand. Not Egbert's, mm. it's fine. Um, he sort of kicks aside an entire wheel of cheese as he's just yelling, Michael! Michael! Clearly trying to save his life. Um, he goes to kick the goblet away which is still sort of there in an illusory fashion. Oh. It is a tremendous kick. He puts so much <laughs> He's about to put his laces right through this sucker when he just whoop, oh. upends himself and does one of those really painful ones where like, it's a slip where you don't get any back contact. Yeah. It's just Ooh. all back of the head. Yeah. Um, and sure, why not? He is unconscious. Oh. <laughs> um, so... Uh, it's, yes, the, the party for the time being is, is preoccupied with this new um, and very bizarre development. Uh, for what it's worth, the, the brides are still having a fabulous time. Good. They seem it's to be really enjoying this. It's their day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's their day. No, nothing's, nothing's going to dent this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, should we, should we go loud or should I we try and do, I mean, we could try and get him out of here, you know, without alerting anyone. I think he's gone kind of loud. He's gone a bit loud himself, we, really. Maybe escort he? him out of here, you know, brusquely. Under, under but what if he? What if he? What if he resists and runs for it? Well, then, then we'll we chase him, him into I the headspace. So many damage spells, and I would love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, this might be a good time for a wisdom perception check. Okay. Oh. Okay. It's never a good time for a wisdom perception check. Well. For me. That's a natural one. Oh, oh my god. Also. Minus one. Um, yeah, I got a twenty-six. <laughs> Damn. So wise. A uh, seventeen. I'm very wise. Okay. Two plus two is four. <laughs> so it's four. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, ten. Okay. 
Prudence, you don't notice much of anything. You're just kind of, you're, you're still so intense, intent on this huddle. You're yeah. like, okay, here's the plan, here's the play. Uh-huh, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. You start almost like on a tablecloth with some gravy, drawing, drawing out yeah, a, yeah, plan, yeah. a map of the And the, the salt room. cellar, that's you, and then yeah. that's me. Um, okay. uh, <laughs> Egbert, you notice that uh, there is a child drinking a juice box that is definitely yours. Um, oh my! It is your favourite. This is called Paladin Punch. Oh, and, the purple uh, one! You specifically requested it, and you seem to remember that the sommelier said that it would be their last one. Oh! So, um, that well, I do what all children do at weddings and chase after the other child. Roll for initiative. Two laps. Yeah, perfect. Um, uh, Aubrey and Corazon, you you look up from the huddle and you're like, Ah, where is Chase? Um, luckily. Luckily, um, you notice uh, Marowen with your absolutely ridiculous um, role that uh, Chase has just slipped. You see a sort of a bookcase just going snick close as he tries to pull some sort of secret door closed behind him. He appears to be trying to make some form of escape. Bookcase! (laughs) Can I cast slow on him? Ooh, yeah, why not? What uh, does it do? So it's, um... <laughs> I mean, I know, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> I can guess, but... Sorry, no, please um, do. Yeah, I know I'm too. not familiar with this uh, You alter time around six creatures, and your choice of 40-foot cube within 120 feet. Am I 120 feet from him? Uh, their speed is halved. They have a minus two penalty to AC and dex. They can't use reactions. They can take an action or a bonus, but not both. Okay. DC 16 wisdom save. <laughs> All right, yes, I think it is... Yeah, I think cubes ignore walls. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, you're going to sort of cast yeah, slow on it. at his retreating form. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Chase will be in this. You, uh, do you want to slow anyone else down for yucks? Um, yeah, just, just the nearest the, the, the nearest people, because I just think it would be fun. Great, cool. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, deck six, right. Well, that's, yeah. Chase has whiffed it. And I'm just going to do. Oh, one. it's a whiz. It's a wisdom save, not a deck save. Oh no! It's, um, it's a, he whiffed it. Oh, he whiffed it. Oh no, no, no! You're fine. Um, he he um, he did not roll well, and neither did the one handy dandy roll for the other five. Great. Um, so, uh, what does it look like when you cast this spell? Well, I've just realised a slight flaw in the plan is that it's also a concentration spell. So as I do that, I turn back into me. <laughs> 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 So I think, uh, I think I, uh, it's like, you know when, um, when you're, you're buffering? Yeah. I think he looks like he's buffering. So he's kind of like, move, he'll move in little spurts and then just sort of get stuck for a really long time and you'll see a, or at least I as the caster can see a tiny wheel. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, this is kind of, in your eyes, you can see a tiny wheel hidden just behind the bookcase, which, which lets you know that the spell has taken place. Okay. In the rest of the room, you can see five other tiny buffering wheels above their heads. <laughs> There's people like, Swice him. <laughs> um, All right, I'm going to sprint after Chase, then, with at my normal speed. The chase is on. Which is slower hey. than normal people. <laughs> uh, yes, that's fine. Are you, uh, you all of you going after Chase? Yeah. yeah. Egbert, do you fancy joining the adventure at this point? Or? Well, I get this juice box. <laughs> no, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, so how are you going to reclaim what is rightfully yours from a child? <laughs> well, I've got plus four strength, so... <laughs> I'm going to wrestle it from his scrubby, thieving paws. All right. 
Oh my god! That's a crit. <laughs> Probably going to use that dice roll for something useful, huh? You are. Please don't kill a child at this wedding. <laughs> to be clear, you are. Are you using? You're not using your mace, are you? No, no. Just, I just want to take the juice oh, box from take the, the child. No, no, my breath weapon. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So you do sort of. You snatch the juice box from his hands um, and my. sort. You. You sort of just. You grab it with one hand and just sort of fling the child back <laughs> like an unwanted carrier bag. Um, the child flips perfectly upside down and just hammers into the wall. Um, and then, kind of like one of those sort of sticky action men that used to throw over walls as a child, just sort of like down the wall. Um, what don't worry, they bounce. What a tribute that could have been. In fact, why did I go with the water rat? That would have been so much better. <laughs> the child is... <laughs> not, not dead. Oh, not conscious right now. Oh, no. But you do have your favourite juice box. Yeah. Um, and what's more, uh, as you sort of clamp the straw in the corner of your mouth, Right where it deserved to be all along. You notice that your friends are running at something. I guess I'll follow. As I run past the kid, I might just zap him with a bit of cure wounds or something. It'll <laughs> be fine. You know. It's going to give, give him a quick yeah, cure like. wounds around the noggin. All right, yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, that's fine. The child wakes up and goes, Yeah, don't try it again. Okay. <laughs> Weddings are fun, and I'm fine, really. Um, good. Uh, yes, you are, as I say, the chase is on with a heavily reduced uh, sort of pace sommelier, um, who is presumably running in slow motion on the other side of this door. But mm -hmm. there is the small matter of uh, the secret bookcase door to get past. Okay, I look at all the book titles and see if any of them are puns about doors. <laughs> um. Um, I go next to the door and I cast Stone Shape. That might do it. <laughs> because Merylwen despises puns about doors or otherwise. No, it's, none of them can be better than mine. <laughs> um, basically, it's just a series of, of grape indexes, it's just an encyclopedia of different grapes. So none of them are called, like, door by IMA handle or something. Like no, that. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> All right, I start pulling every book. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. You're just making a hole on the, on, on the wall next to the... Yeah. What if it's a corridor, Meryl, yeah. when? What if you're just going into a wall? Well, then, just going diagonally. You are going to have to do a sort of a bit of a left turn. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, Corazon, you triumphantly pull all of the books <laughs> yeah. off uh, of the, um, the bookcase. You can't see the release mechanism. You can see Meryl when just out of the corner of your eye. You're not looking directly at her because you can tell from the periphery that she's intensely smug right now. She's doing better than I am. Yeah, no, <laughs> she is. Yeah. So, all right, I would like to... I really want to look around for the release mechanism for this door now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's got to be in here somewhere. Yes, 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 it must. Um, and I'll tell you what it is. It is, um, it is a small statue of a cherub 
um, nearby looks quite suspicious. Why am I just telling you? I should make you roll for this. That's not what it is now. <laughs> make right. me an investigation roll. Okay, I fall fruitlessly on the cherub. Corazon, <laughs> is it okay if we go through the stone? The... You do what you want. We'll be able to through this secret door. All right, Egbert, let's go. Yeah, all right. What did you roll? 16. Oh, 16. Okay, yes. Uh, you do notice what it is. It is... Um, Another statue of a cherub. It is not. No, okay. it is the head of a lion that is coming out of the wall. And you can right. see that a lot of its teeth are able to be depressed. And you must simply find the right tooth. <laughs> Easy, I say. I start pressing all the teeth. All of the teeth? Not when... No, I study it. I study the teeth. And I figure it out cleverly. <laughs> Make me another investigation check, please. Oh, my God. That's a two. <laughs> What? Wait, wait a second here. Got some <laughs> modifiers. Yeah, not so smart now, are you, with my plus... It's a seven. Ouch! Um, you just... You, no, well, you, you're convinced you found the right tooth. Okay. I'm not going to say that you pressed it. Are you going to press it? Yes. It snapped shut on your wrist. Oh. Um, it, you just... Like, Getting there. You can immediately feel a big angry purple bruise kind of coming up on your wrist. Okay. It's quite humiliating. I cast grease and withdraw my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see. It's going to cost you two points of degloving damage. Oh! oh no. The worst kind. Oh, oh my what a homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of just a skin scrape type thing. Um, okay, and then I looked to the door that Meryl went made and I went, yes, the door opened. <laughs> Inspiration. And I happily walk through with my degloved hand. Okie dokie. Um, so, uh, just make me, everyone who is chasing Chase. I was just looking for a rhyme with face. Uh, maybe a, an athletics check, please. Strength mm. athletics. Yeah. To, well, I wouldn't worry too much. Can I herd him towards the hedge maze? What? He's going, up, he's sort of he's going upstairs. He's sort of running through a secret corridor right uh, now. I thought maybe it would pop outside, you know, like a... But maybe a, not. A, a, a secret door to the... That, that's just a fire exit. <laughs> yes, but a secret fire exit for... What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, never mind. I'll just, just do save the ones you love. How do we get out? It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I rolled a ten, so I'm not doing much of you. Are you doing all right? Use anyway. 18. 15. 16. Mm-hmm. I'm a ways behind everyone. Well, you are a ways behind. Assumed. Do me a roll anyways, try and catch up with him. Uh, 17 plus 1, 18. Nice. Okay, Chase uh, rolled a 7 and is already moving at half pace. <laughs> <laughs> so I think basically what we've got is um, three adventurers out in front, um, basically just breathing down his neck as he kind of does the like... <laughs> the classic shoplifter's slow turn. Um, how are you going to take him down? With a rugby tackle? Do we need to talk to this guy, or is it okay to just kind of eviscerate him? Wow! No, I mean uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the evisceration, but he might have... He might not be the top... He might not he be might the only... He might be a Ponzi. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. A so patsy? we need to... A Patsy. Yeah. 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 Ponzi is the money one. Yeah, it's a Ponzi scheme. Which, let's face we it, should is almost yeah. involved in. 
just going to try and tackle him. The rugby tackle idea yeah. is fine. I'm going to run in and try and tackle him. Okay. Um, well, it's, uh, you're actually in back, so at the minute oh, it's... Merylwen, rugby it's tackle him. It's okay. and Aubrey. I'll try and I'll I be want like, to shout, rugby tackle him. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and tackle him. I'll be like, Prudence, save me if I don't do this right. All right, strength <laughs> athletics, please. Okay. That's right, strike fear into his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Prudence, save me. Nineteen. Hey. Yep. Ow. Um, Get him. Um, <laughs> you fold him in half. Yeah. <laughs> which, given you're tackling him from behind, is actually quite wow. quite horrible to contemplate. <laughs> but it's fine. He sort of he bounces off the stone floor. Um, <laughs> he lands. All the wind has been driven out. So he goes. <laughs> I get my fifty foot of hemp and rope, and I tie him up. <laughs> Fine. Yes. Uh, just make me a sleight of hand check, please, just to make sure your knots are true. Uh, that is only a 13. Okay, well, you do tie him up. It's not your best work, but he's, he's still winded and, like, hacking and spluttering, basically in your face, so no one can, be, can really blame you for being a little bit distracted. <laughs> what? What do you Why mean, are you poisoning what? him? What? I, no, who? I didn't poison anyone. Tried to poison the Viscount. We saw the poison. It's had smoke and made the varnish come off. And you're the sommelier and you were pouring it. So what do you say to that? Answer the question. I say, no, uh I noticed he didn't have a cup anymore. I was going to get him his favourite cup, which is his favourite. <laughs> oh, friend, you won't be telling such lies when my friend Egbert is done with you. Egbert, do the, Egbert do is going to do a very do cool spell that <laughs> he's not often done before. <laughs> Well, what? I turn out Chase's pockets first, just in case. Okie dokie. I steal his shoes. <laughs> oh, come on, those are my shoes. Yeah, they're my shoes now. I need those for my feet. Egbert. <laughs> <laughs> Egbert, whenever you're ready. No, no, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to threaten him the old-fashioned way, get the mace out and be like, tell us the truth, you. I've told you the truth. I'm just a sommelier. I'll... Um... That's, no, that's it. Yeah, I'm smelling it. <laughs> I bonk him on the little finger with the mace. Roll the D6. Show a D6. Yep. All right. Six. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> Only to the little finger. Egbert has a slightly cursed mace. <laughs> oh, if yeah. he hits anything oh, with yeah. it and then rolls a six, it turns into a random animal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. The last time he did this, he turned a museum cura curator into a seal. Yeah, you'd have thought having it in front of me would <laughs> remind me about my curse mates. On many <laughs> adventures. Let's just see. Sources. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> Monster zone of manual. Please, zone of truth. <laughs> Why no Corazon says truth? weekly. <laughs> give us a letter. Uh, uh, let's go for P. P. P, one, two, three, four, five, six. Look at Panther. Ooh! Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is upsetting. Oh, oh. God. Oh, wow! <laughs> okay, he turns yeah. into um, a malevolent stalactite called a piercer, which has one eye and a giant toothed mouth and uh, hangs from the ceiling, waiting to uh, drop onto unsuspecting foes on the ground below and impale them. But he's already on the floor. Uh, yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, it's a condition of his existence that he is on the ceiling. 
Now talk, you rascal, I say. Or there'll be more where that came from. Um, regrettably, he has been stripped of any languages, although he has obtained blind sight. Uh, he just goes... Fine. Well, I think we solved the mystery. Bruce, here we go. <laughs> How has this solved the mystery? He's a stalactite. He could have more... Well, now we see, you know, now we see his true, true form, probably. Let's go. In the pockets of yes. his sommelier uniform, you yes. have found a, uh, a coin purse. This is uh, pretty full. Okay. Uh, you also find uh, sort of just an empty folded wrap of paper. All right. Well. Seems to have some sort of residue in it. Interesting. All right. Well, let's examine this. <laughs> I, put a, I put a cork on the end of... <laughs> that so he can't hurt anyone. He's livid. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> furious. Good lord. All right, no one's, but he can drop on things, right? Yeah, we're so just a little cork. Okay, all right, yeah, fine. be fine. All right, this residue seems poisony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, smells poisony. Mm-hmm. Probably is poisony. So you're saying don't smoke it. Don't smoke it. Mm-hmm. And what's the coin purse full of? Is it those weird crypto... Cryptic coins. <laughs> it's not. Oh, That's okay. an Regular. excellent question. Regular which cash. Good. You can have inspiration. No, it's Thank full you. of silver pieces. All right, well, I keep those. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'd like to run a chemical analysis on this residue. <laughs> First, I presume I'll have to roll to see if I... Invent chemistry. No, invent chemistry, yes. <laughs> yes, please, uh, please just roll me a wisdom insight check to, to, invent, invent, chem- chemistry. to invent chemistry. Right. Okay, does it... Does a three invent chemistry, or...? <laughs> you have invented homeopathy. <laughs> how many parts water is it? <laughs> yeah, how many parts water is it? Mostly. Mostly. But it's got a very good molecular memory. Yeah. Um, Great. You have not invented a grand new science for this. Okay. But you can just have a look at the poison, whatever it is, and see if it is a poison. Okay, I will look at it, but I will look at it with my telescope, so I'm a bit closer. Okay. Um, This is a wisdom medicine check. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I use inspiration? Yes. (laughs) Because I'm going to use a different dice for this one. That was the problem. You rolled a d12, Andy. You should really give yourself a fair crack. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a... uh, Ten. Okay. You don't know what it is, but you do have a faint inkling that perhaps you shouldn't inhale it to see. Okay, are there any, like, rats or cats or dogs in this corridor? Here we go again. Okay. Not yet there aren't. Are you voices out loud? <laughs> uh, well, I just want to, you know, feed some to a living thing and see if it dies. Well, I mean, there's the, there's there is a monstrous stalactite on the ceiling. <laughs> it, has, uh, it has stopped moving and therefore is indistinguishable from a normal stalactite, but you know the truth, don't you, Corazon? Yeah, because you don't get stalactites in houses. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll put some in the stalactite, <laughs> see what happens. Okay, yep, that's fine. Um... The stalactite, the piercer, uh, sort of starts panicking a little bit as you... Um, what does that look like? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> sort of like... Um, sort of like a wacky, wa- waving, inflatable thing, <laughs> but Without with no... I'm just like... <laughs> but upside down. Okay, well, I think that answers my question. I won't, I won't kill him. 
Oh, okay. With the poison. I'll just play. Oh, I see. I see how it is. Don't want to eat your own residue. <laughs> that seems like a perfectly acceptable position to hold. Yeah. <laughs> so I, he's got. He's been paid. There's clearly someone higher up the food chain here, which we could find out, Egg, but if he weren't a stalactite. <laughs> uh, I mean, too much time has probably elapsed for me to do this. Would you describe that as a spell that cursed him? No, it is a curse. Damn. <laughs> I know. Not to worry. I could keep hitting him with the mace until he turns into something useful. <laughs> Just keep rolling. Okay, Egbert, um, I reckon maybe ten, <laughs> ten rolls. Okay. Of a d6. One, that's a five. Two, that's a one. That was incredibly generous. That's a six. Hey! No one stopped speak with stalactites. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't preload that one, Marilyn, then? No. No. Uh, letter, please. Uh, T. I hope there aren't any dangerous things that begin with T in yeah. your monster manual. Maybe we get like a tortoise. That would be great. Yeah. Tarask. <laughs> no, a Tarask would have been a one. <laughs> as long as it's not a T-Rex, I think. It'll be Turns right. into a troglodyte. Oh. Is that, is that, is that good? bad? You're not not in danger. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. But does any okay? Does anyone here speak troglodyte? I cast comprehend languages. Okay, yes. Yeah. And speak troglodyte. All right. Hello, me Corazon. I want a bloody hell. I was on the ceiling and now I'm standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and blue 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 to you too, I say. <laughs> all right, mate. <laughs> I say. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who is... <coughs> Sorry, it's my accent. Um, who is t- t- paying you to kill the Viscount? Spill the beans, or uh, else we'll turn you into something even worse than a troglodyte. Look, no, I, I, don't, I don't really want to tell you. For one thing, I feel incredibly unintelligent and not very wise now. <laughs> but secondly, I barely even remember who my, my, my uh, employer was. Barely, though. Barely. Seemed incredibly unremarkable. Just gave me some money. Tired off. Well, what did they look like? Unremarkable. Quite forgettable. Human. So we know it's a human. What if it's Norman? Norman! Oh my God. God. What if it's Norman? Who's Norman? He's a very boring man, clipboard. I cast my eyes around the room to see if Norman is in the room. (laughs) We're in a corridor. In the corridor. Norman just... He's following us around. Is Norman in the room? Yeah, yeah, he would be. He's an observer. Yeah, right. Norman's in the room. Is it, is it that guy over there? I say to the troglodyte. Uh, that's a human, yeah. <gasps> he has my home address. <laughs> <laughs> Norman! How could you? What? I mean, I assume you heard all of that. We don't need to re-explain <laughs> how you were It was in troglodyte. None of you oh, heard it. But well, you, you were translating, yeah. right? I do yeah. not speak troglodyte, and I am also uh, duty-bound not to pay too much attention okay. cool, cool. during any mark. adventure. I finish my, my conversation, and I, um, I walk over to Norman, and I go, Ah, oh, Norman, I'm having such a good adventure, and I grab him. OK. Uh, strength athletics, please. OK. Not, not this dice. Or indeed this dice. <laughs> um, Join my dice. That's fine. Uh, that's a f- uh, four. Okay, he, he's uh, a slippery devil. 
He is um, basically you. Am I still covered in grease? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Damn you this grease. Um, but as you kind of, you know, when you get like offered a handshake and someone just kind of does that, that but a whole person. So you kind of put him in a headlock and he just kind of Wah. <laughs> like insinuates his way out of the grapple. Oh, I hate it's it. My favourite noise I think that I've ever heard uh. on this show. <laughs> it's never the ones you expect, is it? Guys? Um, so if you'll be continuing with the adventure, um, please. I I'm just here to um, observe. Yeah, well, observe this. I say and give him a right cross. Give <laughs> me another, another <laughs> attack, please. Surely, surely this one. Surely this. I've time. never felt so confident that you're going to roll poorly. Hey, that's a 19. Bugger. Yeah. Ah. All right, you deal him a solid right cross. Roll me some damage on punch. Oh, what is damage on punch? Big punch. Big punch. Big, oh, big punch. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, what, da, 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 what is what is three, strike. Yeah. Strength modifier. Strength mod. Yeah. Just, right. Yeah. D, is it D4 plus strength mod? D6 plus strength mod. Thank you. It's two. (laughs) (laughs) What's your strength mod? My strength mod is one. (laughs) You absolutely (laughs) clock him one. Like, this is an incredible punch, the likes of which you've thrown in in many a bar Mm -hmm. uh, up and down the land. And he just kind of... Just like... It's like punching a blancmange. He just kind of goes with it. Goes, um, will this be all? Technically, this isn't really part of the event. You're not supposed to um, interact with the moderator. Why? You, you're the evil villain. You're the villain, I, I shout at him. That's right. We figured it all out. Oh! You are the one who po- was trying to poison the Viscount for you get away with it, didn't you? Well, you didn't. Show you're working. How did I do it? With the poison. Because you bribed the sommelier. Right. To put the poison in the wine. Very good. That's extra credit. Um, what? I give him another right cross. <laughs> yeah, hit him again. Kind um, of sociopath. And, um, <laughs> or, Aubrey, would you say that um, you've gained new insights into uh, how adventuring is um, is done here? Well, yes. Are they positive insights into how adventuring is done in the land of Gath? Mixed bag, but mixed bag. It's quite a common response we get from this locality, actually. Um, Yeah, great. What? No, it's fine. Um, uh, What? Do you have further questions? I say, sure, you can shrug off punches, but what about my tiger kick? (laughs) I do a a tiger kick. Uh I don't know what that is, but it's cool. Have you already rolled it? What's okay? What do I roll for a tiger kick? Roll your tiger kick. That's another one plus one, so that's a two. (laughs) He sort of pushes his nose up gently and he goes, ah. You might. (laughs) Villain! (laughs) Are you getting enough iron in your diet? (laughs) Clearly not. Okay, well, look, look. I, suppose I can explain some of this procedure to you. At, uh, my role is not only to bring people together across realms and make sure that they, they uh, go on adventures together. It is also my job to make sure that those adventures are fulfilling. Um, so sometimes that means uh, picking a particularly good dungeon. Um, sometimes that means um, poisoning a man at, uh, on the day of his own daughter's wedding. Um, uh, or... Um, 
rigging the uh, the bars on menagerie cages so that um, the animals escape and um, there's a horrible bloody stampede through the uh, the venue. Just that's a know, good job you didn't do that. People one, isn't tend it? to expect a bit of combat when they go on adventures like these. Um, what time is it, incidentally? <laughs> have they done Have they done coffee? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if they've done coffee, the menagerie cages should be bursting open about now. Norman. Uh, oh, okay. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I just, I, you know, you can't say you've not had intrigue and now impending combat. I think if if you'd be so kind as to leave a review of my services as part of the Foreign Adventurers Exchange uh, program, I'd be uh, heavily indebted to you. What, actually. What? What would have happened if he drunk the poison? He would have died, and you wouldn't—you <laughs> wouldn't have scored very well then. Let me tell you. Wow, Norman, you're weird. Well, look, if you know, if there's no real danger in it, is it really an adventure? That's fair. That is fair. So, can well, I'm I convinced. Can I cast banishment on Norman? <laughs> yeah. Great. I'll burn my only fourth-level spell slot to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're a natural. You fit in so well. You sending him anywhere in particular? Uh, I'd like to send him um, somewhere where a load of menagerie cages have recently had their bars um, yes. pulled apart. Perfect. The Ironic punishment. Of, of menagerie the dimension cages. of... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one. Of, yeah. Of critically failed menagerie. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if he survives the next minute, then he'll come back. Or maybe he'll just come back as a corpse. Who knows? <laughs> I will do some background rolling on that one. Uh, but in the meantime, you do start to hear um, slightly raised voices. We've got to get um, these animals. They don't seem to be panicking just yet. Uh, yeah, I think we should run back into the wedding venue. Yeah, yeah probably. So let's, let's hoof it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How's it going? That's not a good face. I will save it for a dramatically appropriate moment. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. I'm sure Norman's Quick, fine. everyone, back into the we wedding. We burst back into the wedding reception yep. and I scream, don't panic, everyone, but animals are going to kill us all. <laughs> um, you burst in from one end of the room and they all sort of look up from their coffees and go, huh? And then from the other end of the room, uh, the doors get kicked in by uh, three cockatrices, a trice of them. Um, and they all kick open the doors and give uh, a really horrible, monstrous shriek, actually. Uh, and the dinner guests start politely applauding, assuming this is some kind of immersive theatre. Um, and we'll roll for initiative, shall we? Yeah. Golf clap for numbers. Yes, please. So, 19 plus 1 for 20. Don't make me do the maths. 10. 12. 17. 25. Holy cow! Whoa. Alrighty. Corazon, uh, you are up first. There are three cockatrices disease. I don't want to be up first. Hmm? I don't want to be up first. <laughs> what the hell is a cockatrice? You may hold your action if you prefer. No, I should probably, I should probably kill all Do these something. cockatrices, shouldn't I? Um, Alright, I kill all the cockatrices. <laughs> Easily. Well... <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Uh, descri describe a cockatrice. It is. Um, it is uh, basically. It looks like a hideous hybrid of a lizard, bird, and bat. Um, so it is. It's. It's not massive. They're sort of. Um, have you heard uh, the ballad of the park that was Jurassic? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
you, you can't tell the gender of these uh, creatures, but you expect that if they are female, they're very clever girls. Right. That's sort of the size we're talking. <laughs> right, okay, okay. I guess I will go and hit one with swords and see what happens. All right, hit it with swords and see what happens. My favorite kind of combat. All right. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, I rolled a 13. That beats the armor class of 11. Okay, well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to hit it with the sneak attack due yep. to my rakish audacity yep, 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 yep. scenario going on here. So that's going to be 46 plus 1d8. I know what all of those things are. Yes, there we go. Thank you. Okay, so that's a six, seven, twelve, eighteen, and five. So twenty-three. Bloody hell! Um, well, it's nearly dead. It's down to <laughs> it's down to four hit points. Oh, nice! I use my bonus action to hide under the table. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what do you do to this cockatrice? Because it is it's very, very nearly dead. It's really in a bad way. What, ha what do you do? Um, so I pull out two cutlasses and sort of like a, a scissor motion either way, I just slice its legs off. Its ankles? I slice its, its legs. Its legs? Yeah. Great. Yeah, sure. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I go, ha-ha, and then hide under the table. It lands, <laughs> it lands on the table with a wet smack. <laughs> and sort of starts reeling around like a weeble. Um, Egbert. Hello. Hello. What do? Um, I've always wanted to ride a cockatrice around. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'd like to maybe jump on its back and, and give it a mild throttling, but also ride <laughs> it around a bit at the same time. Okay, right. So, yeah, I, I think I read between the lines on that one. Uh, that'll be a strength <laughs> athletics check, please. Yeah. Okay. That is a two plus four for a six. Yeah. So, is it not um, going to work? Am I not going to fulfill my dream? You do an incredible leap towards its neck and it just kind of oh, rears back a tiny bit no. and you just belly flop onto the middle of the dining table <laughs> into an enormous trifle. Dylan, the the children who are bit. unaccountably <laughs> still there are very upset. <laughs> I don't think anyone, in the, anyone has noticed yet that... Um, that this isn't just a fun bit of live theatre. Right. You hear people in the back being like, amazing effects, really. <laughs> uh, the brides are still having a great time, by the okay. way. Oof, Peach good, Bellinis, good. Yeah. you know? That's the main thing, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. You've, got to, you've got to make sure that the brides are having a good time. Prudence. All right, straight out the gate. Agonising blast. One-on-one -on -one cockatrice. One on the other cockatrice, the one that's nearly dead. Uh -huh. The one with four hit points left. Because yep. I like an easy target. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, maybe two rain spell attacks, please. All right, okay. Ten and uh, 17. Okay, uh, it was the first with modifiers. Yes. Okay, so only one of them connects. Right. Um, roll me that damage. D10. Uh, I threw my D10 under the table earlier. Can I have a D10? <laughs> <laughs> Classic, Jane. Somewhere. No, that's a Where's your D10? Don't tell I me you know the D10. Give me one of these. <laughs> there we go. Give me one of them. Oh, right. Oh, that's a seven. No, that's a seven. Yeah, that's a seven. And this being agonising your charisma... Oh, plus my charisma, uh, so 12. 12? 12. Okay. 12. Uh, on the nearly dead one. On, on the, the nearly, nearly dead, dead one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not for the first time today. Um, a giant bird creature explodes <laughs> in the room. Um, 
What does it look like? What are, what are well, you? It undergoing? smells like the roasted swan, but mm. more selfish. Horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. dreadful. Yeah. Um, and it kind of like confetti's down over that end of the table. You know, it's sort of nice. And it's like sort of crispy skin, just like confetti's Ooh. down over Hungry. over everybody. Horrible. Really good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> well, now it's time for Prudence to watch you, Aubrey, because you are up. Okay. It might be disproportionately aggressive, but can I can I hit the remaining one with a fireball without hitting anyone else? That's Ooh. twenty foot range. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> okay. It would be a hell of a thing to find out. Uh, <laughs> can I use a sorcery point to make it a quick and a careful spell and let up to five creatures succeed their deck save? Yes. Great. Can I do that and use another two sorcery points to make it a quicken spell? Yeah. So I'll. That's a DC sixteen. Uh, deck save as a bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing playing with someone who knows the rules, isn't it? <laughs> it's weird. Can deck I use some sorcery points? Yes. Yeah. I want to use sorcery points. It <laughs> <laughs> is a one. Okay. So um, this is this is eight d six. Five, seven, wow. uh, eleven. Oh, uh, uh, 14. Oh my god, he's adding. Uh, 19, 21. 21. How many have I done? 26. Is that it? Is that, that the last one? One more. 26. Okay, so that's 31 uh, fire damage. Hell? And then, as my action, can I firebolt it? Oh, I also add plus 5 to that because I have <laughs> elemental ability. Okay, um, okay. So that's the. Stop, stop! He's already dead! <laughs> so, um. One. One of the cockatoos, so there were two left. Yep. One of them is just so gone. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I'll get you to describe this momentarily, but uh, if you want to use your action, you can target the other one. Can I firebolt the other one yeah. with my action? So He's that's... the same level as us. Have we made suboptimal characters? Yes! <laughs> no, no. So that's a 27 to hit. Uh, <laughs> and that is... Um, that is at 23 points of fire damage. Okay, oh. so we've got another meat weeble. <laughs> it's, it's again on, a, on, a, on four hit points. Uh, but what, what does this look like? Because I'm assuming it's very impressive. Yeah, I'd like, to, um, I'd like to take like a long kind of anime, I've just dropped out the sky kind of one leg out pose, and then just whip my tail around and fire them both at my tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, the first cockatrice kind of, um, kind of just, oh, just like, just turns into a weird sort of paltry blood mist, um, <laughs> and the other one just lands again with another wet smack, um, and uh, Marilyn, clean up, will you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna cast animal friendship, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Cast it on the tabaxi. We don't want to get on the wrong side of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, instead, I'm going to uh, produce flame and try and finish off the final one. That's Please there. do. Yeah. I can oh, summon a dog if I want. Uh, to. Are you doing this low and slow, or <laughs> kind of? Uh, well, I'm just. I'm just it's a, it's the a flavor. cantrip, so <laughs> yep. I just. Wiggling flame. You can. You get. Yes, you are basically doing this low and slow. Yeah. 
it's underarm. <laughs> so yeah, it basically it just sort of looks up with a resignation. It almost looks grateful. It's just like. <laughs> 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 There's a small I'm sorry, buddy. flickering ball of, of fire just goes boom and it just <laughs> hits the deck and uh, the, the, the audience, uh, the, the, the wedding guests are like, oh bravo, oh well yeah. done, oh well done, oh well done. Um, the, brides, the brides are weeping. They've <laughs> held it together pretty well so far but no, 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 that is, they are absolutely done in. Um, and then, uh, to, just to cap things off, a small portal appears above the middle of the dining table and a corpse with a clipboard just goes... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Wow. Very good. How are we supposed to get Dob back now? Oh, no, Dob! <laughs> just wait at the bus stop, I guess? There'll probably be something on here on this clipboard. I take the clipboard. Are you doing much, sort of, for the rest of the year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm done. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, yes, that's, uh, yeah. So I go around with a cup saying, I hope you enjoyed the entertainment. Uh, tips are graciously appreciated mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the wedding guests. 33 gold pieces. Okay, 33 gold pieces, excellent. And, uh, yeah, we leave the wedding to continue this marvellous cultural exchange. I hope you've learned a lot. So much. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, thank Mixed you so much to everyone for coming to this MCM Oxventure. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. And thank you very much to Harry. Does wedded, wedded redemption work as a, as a pun? I'm not so sure anymore. You were neck deep in Red Dead Redemption at the time, so... What do you mean at the time? I'm it always sense neck at the time. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw one comment that was like, oh, I get it. It's a, it's a pun. It scans? Does it scan? Yeah, it kind of scans. So. It kind of scans. Yeah, the, the best kind of scan. You need to kind of sort of cut like choke halfway through the word and give a little unnecessary... Redemption. And then it really... Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, that's what we intended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a wedding episode and we've since had, I feel like, I feel like wedding episodes have become a thing, but this was the first and of course the best wedding episode. Yeah. Why do we do so many wedding episodes? Because we love weddings. Who doesn't love a wedding? Mm. I suppose. Yeah. It's a good D&D setting because you've got, you know, big crowds of people and mystery and intrigue and a buffet. <laughs> yeah, the buff so, yeah, the buffet. I mean, I was going to say factions, but you yeah, the buffet is a good point. Factions. But, you <laughs> know, Egbert loves a buffet, so that keeps him busy. <laughs> Stops him setting people on fire with his breath weapon and things like that. Yeah. You say you've watched this four times, Harry. Yeah. Yeah, it's not <laughs> good, magic. really. Well, I mean... No, it is if good. I, if I'd done more D... If I'd done more D&D, &D, uh, you know, recordings, I would have li also listened to those and maybe I, I would have only watched this like a healthy amount, like three times or twice. <laughs> well, Aubrey is kind of a ruthlessly efficient slash terrifying character. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us were quite prepared for how ruthlessly and efficiently Aubrey would destroy this sort of final combat encounter. No, I think initially we were all, oh, look at the adorable cat man. And then yeah. uh, showed us, showed all of us. They do that though, don't they? cats oh yeah oh you yeah know, it's it's true cat behavior to appear benign and then just to have a brutality latent within you <laughs> just absolutely shred a cockatrice yeah. sorcery <laughs> we because we don't have a, a sorcerer on the on the team and we've never encountered one i don't think apart from maybe our arch nemesis who we are also terrified of yeah she's so I a think, powerful sorceress yeah yeah so i think we're all now 
desperately terrified of sorcerers. I, 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 I'm sure there is a like a, a great psychoanalysis to be done of the fact that sorcerer is my favorite class because sorcerers are are magic users who never had to work at it. They were just born <laughs> special. And, and you know, like, to, I, I never went to drama school or anything. I never had any acting training. I just started acting. And I think I, in my ah. head, I fancy myself as some kind of like, it was just bestowed upon me from an entity. The latent got, acting was yeah, inside you yeah, all along. Yeah, yeah. Right. who knew? Okay. I did. You're the sorcerer among actors. Yeah. Are there actor warlocks who have a patron, like a, a great old patron? That's, who nepoti- their that's nepotism, talent. isn't it? They're people there who belong go. to a dynasty. <laughs> that's prudence. Prudence <laughs> is all about the magical nepotism. And then you've got mages. Mages are the stage school nerds. Who, yes, you know, right. Yeah. Who study and yeah. learn. And so so Nick, yeah. Nicholas Cage is an acting warlock. He's yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, he's got the, the, Capo- the Coppola's. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> this all makes so much sense to me. But yeah, I, as you may have gathered, um, we don't sort of optimize our characters really for actually doing well at D&D. We sort of optimize them in ways that we think would be funny. Mm. So <laughs> my character is a rogue, but he uh, took the arcane trickster subclass because everyone else could do magic. And um, he's so self-centered that I think he would have been jealous of everyone else being able to do magic. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. And then I got... <laughs> I got bored of magic and I found out about the swashbuckler class. So I asked Johnny if I could multi-class from one kind of rogue into another kind of rogue. And they said that was a, an extremely suboptimal way to play D&D, but I could do it if I wanted to. Yeah. So I did. They are absolutely right. But that I kind of love that. I mean, I think that's sort of the point that whenever we whenever we roll characters in the campaign in the campaigns that I play, I'm always very excited if someone rolls a 6. Or someone has a you know has a minus three to whatever because mm. God that is so much more fun than someone who's got sort of thirteens and fourteens across the board and sort of is yeah you know is really passable at everything you sort of go oh I'm yeah. I'm passable at most things in my life I want to fail dramatically and succeed spectacularly <laughs> that's all I'm kind of really hoping for with D and D well there was yeah a bit of both in this in this one uh, how did you find the experience of playing with us as opposed to say your normal D&D group. I, I loved it. I mean, I felt very untethered in a really brilliant way because essentially I kind of, it's, it, it was so much on the fly. Like I didn't, I hadn't thought, there were certain things I put so much thought into and certain things I hadn't even anticipated. So I remember Johnny saying to me, what do they look like? And thinking, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I said, oh, they're wearing my clothes. And then you guys know what you're doing and I mean, you know what you're doing in terms of a live show um, and also D&D, of course, of, of course. But you have a kind of you guys have your thing and everyone's when you know, genuinely when Egbert runs into a hedge maze, you go, oh, cool. So that's the vibe. I can't get it mm. wrong um, because because yeah. that's that's a that's a much less optimal decision than the ones I'm going to make. I think it's definitely different playing D&D for an audience than it is um, playing just for yourself with with friends and we've come around to it over the course of the amount of time we've been doing it but when we started like our very first session is full of planning that goes nowhere so we'll have like three different plans and we'll sort of think about the uh, pros and cons of each one and then eventually we'll settle on one whereas now to keep things moving we've basically we've got like an unofficial rule where like the first idea that gets pitched we're doing it and we have to make it work yeah yeah and absolutely. Uh, you, yeah you got on board with that straight away which was great well i mean i've, I've sat through enough sessions where i've prepped a three-hour sessions for my for my group to play 
you know, they've got a couple of interesting things and they, you know, and they discuss whether they take the left hand door or the right hand door for three hours. And, and that's got to be fine in that context. But yeah, like you say, this is, it's, it's very yes. And when you're playing live, isn't it? It's like, great, we'll do that. Um, and I like that. I like the chance not to overthink it because, you know, I wasn't playing someone who, it was the great, the great conceit that Johnny had was playing someone who was like an exchange student from another adventuring mm. group, which meant that if I was out of step with it, it was kind of covered. But I, yeah, I think it, it probably was quite intimidating coming into an established group of people with a rapport already and trying to sort of, you know, be, be a part of that. But I think you've, we were saying afterwards that you fitted in so well, it was like you'd played with us tons of times before. So it was, it was, it was great. Oh, good. Well, thank you. I mean, it was, yeah the most fun I've had in years. And the thing with those live shows as well is like, I've done like other live acting and been in plays and things like that. And I find it's, I don't know if it's the same for you, Jane, but I don't get um, like stage frights before going out to play D&D because I can't have prepared anything. Everything is improvised. So I'm like, I, I literally cannot be more prepared than I am There's no lines right to now. forget. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Which is nice. It's nice. I, I felt as well like, because I didn't, because I, I hadn't had a chance to listen before. As soon as Johnny started, they got about a minute and a half in and there's a feeling that, you know, when you're watching a, a, an award ceremony and you see like a very A-lister actor go up to the, go up to the mic and they start talking and there's just this sense in the room of like, oh, we're going to be fine. We're going to be absolutely fine. Like they know what they're doing. They're mm -hmm. not going to embarrass themselves. They're not going to screw us up. And as soon as Johnny started, I was like, we're going to be fine. They're really, they're really, really good at this. And, and like you say, I can't get it. I can't get it wrong. I just have mm. to kind of try and I just have to try and fit the vibe as as it emerges. And I I kind of felt like I could do that. Um, I've yeah. stolen so much of Johnny's stuff for my for my like. So they <laughs> they they at one point I rolled a a nat one on an insight check I think, and they described the false uh, version of events that I'd yes. that I'd established, <laughs> and I used that all the time. And I thought it was apps. I was raving about it. Thought it was absolutely yeah. brilliant. I'd never thought of doing that, so that happens. That happens quite a lot with my people now. I love that. Great. Um, so yeah, this was a MCM. You were you were there to do other stuff, I presume. Yeah. Uh, in, not just not just there to in, play D &D. in theory. <laughs> yeah. So what what are these uh, these comic cons like for you when you're not playing D and D? Um, well, they're they're not as good when I'm not playing D and D. But generally speaking, mm, actually, you know what? They're really they're really. I've had really, really lovely experiences at them. Um, there's a there's something to do with that like being on a streaming service rather than an old-fashioned TV thing is that you don't know how well it's going, really. You don't get viewing mm. figures. There's nothing like that. So your only kind of insight into whether or not it's going well is your own social media following. And I'm terrible at social media, so I don't really do it. So I don't really have a, a vast one. And um, yeah, stuff like this. Or if you get stopped in the street. And so... You go to, you go to comic cons and, and when you get someone who is delighted to kind of knows you from the show and wants to, that, you know, it's a lovely, it's a lovely thing. And also the advantage is, let's be honest, I'm not, I'm not, people aren't queuing for eight hours to meet me. So if you're queuing for eight hours to meet someone super, super famous and all they're able to give you is 30 seconds and a smile and a little autograph, you get 10 minutes out of me. Because I've got the time, actually, yeah. and that's that's really that's really nice. And I but I spend a I spend a bad amount of money on D and D stuff at 
Comic Cons. So oh, God, at, yeah, at MCM, I bought I bought um, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. I think I've uh, I didn't buy Fisbin's Treasury of Dragons. It wasn't out. I bought myself three sets of dice. Um, I'll just kind of go I'll just go around and spend all the money I'm being paid on tabletop yeah. role playing <laughs> stuff. Are you a real dice goblin? I love dice. I love mm. dice. My my uh, one of our players got got custom dice for my wife and I for our wedding day and wrote us a little card Aww. that said crit on your marriage which we have Aww. which we have in it that in, is yeah. adorable yeah um so i oh, know I, lo- I mean i love dice i have different dice for different vibes and different i have dice for characters i haven't played that i've just had ideas for um yeah really really struggle with dice <laughs> Um, well, the reaction to Aubrey was was really positive. I, I don't know if you've seen any of like the fan art, things like that. Yes, I have. Yes, it's amazing. And they made Breton stripes and utilitarian workwear actually look kind of fantasy. <laughs> yeah, they worked that into a like a and to fit a cat as well, yeah. which is uh, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, were you were you pleased to see all that I, kind of that positive reaction? It was ge- genuinely fantastic. It's that you know I'm coming in, I'm the new person, and if people went, oh, you know what? It's really not the same. That's accurate and legitimate as a response. And the fact that people seemed to um, enjoy him and not immediately be furious that uh, that he wasn't Dob uh, was very gratifying. And yeah, the fan art is um, I, the fan art is something I should be cooler about, but I absolutely am not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. It would be great to to do it again. Are you doing an MCM at any point uh, in the future? Uh, I hopefully will be. I don't know. I don't know at the moment. I've got I've I've got a couple booked in, um, but not not MCM at the moment. But I will I will speak to my booker and I will see what he can do. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. So before we we wrap things up, what is there anything uh, you would like to direct people to at the moment that you're working on? I can't. I'm not allowed. That you I'm can, can't so talk about. So close to being. <laughs> able to direct okay. people to something but i'm but people can watch the last Kingdom. people can watch the Netflix. last kingdom um people what else can people watch oh there was a show i did years ago called episodes with matt leblanc i'm in that oh yeah you could watch that if you wanted yeah i play a jaded 30 year old american actor or 35 year old american actor and i was 22 when i was shooting it <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the what's the best episode of the last kingdom if people are going to go and watch the one best right episode of the last kingdom um episode well episode eight of series one is very good um i like episode six of season three for me uh that's pretty fun um and if you uh yeah yeah they're they're good they're good ones and they can go and play assassin's creed valhalla they can go play assassin's creed valhalla and they can find hunwald young elderman of lincolnshire and also because i played the game and not good enough to get to where i am because i'm terrible at games but i've bought it <laughs> but i am also the first person who shouts at you when you get off the boat in england amazing oh. so goes like, we don't take kindly to danes blah 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 and that's me <laughs> and it's my Whoa. friend it was my friend magnus from the last kingdom who is the male avor and so i had this bizarre situation 25 minutes into the game of running at me as my friend and killing myself and it was a, <laughs> a magic scenario <laughs> That is that's quite cruel for actors who are in video games uh, to gate off their performance behind like a skill 
check. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not good enough to get to see your performance. Oh, you want to show your mum yourself yeah, in this yeah. game? Well, get better yeah. at it then. I've watched so many. All right, we'll beat this guy. I've watched the arc through on YouTube of just going, that's what I, uh, that's what I could have been doing had I managed to. <laughs> uh, okay, Jane, what have we got going on? on okay, well, this week. Various things. On Outside Xbox, which is our video game YouTube channel as well, you know, uh, we'd like to be playing Sea of Thieves Season 7, but there has been a delay, so we will play it as soon as it comes out, and Andy's all going to be all over his custom captain's cabin. So. Okay, what Are you aware of Sea of Thieves, Harry? I've watched you guys play Sea of Thieves, yeah. Yes. Okay, so they're, they're bringing in all I've ever wanted in the new update, which is you can customise your own ship. <gasps> you can create... Oh. You can create a persistent captain's cabin that you decorate. You can name your ship uh, so I can be a fancy pirate lord. And it's been delayed. So I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs till that comes out. Um, so, yeah, none of that this week. Well, that's but yeah. there will be a new episode of Blades in the Dark. Speaking of Oxventure, Oxventure presents Blades in the Darks happening every Friday on Outside Extra. So catch the premiere of each new episode. It is Friday at 8 p.m. UK time. Yeah, the last episode that went up on Friday that was uh, Jane and Johnny. Um, and how did that how did that heist go? Jane? Oh, uh, speaking of messy, it was it was horrific. It was a real horror show. That one um, rolled extremely badly, and we went into it so cocky. You know, we're the we're the adults <laughs> in the room. We're, we're just going to boss this particular mission, and it went extremely poorly. So. Um, mm. I think you'll agree if you've caught that episode. But next week is you and uh, Mike, I believe. Yes, it's uh, Edvard and, and Barnaby um, taking an expedition to the bottom of the river. Mm. So uh, so that'll be fun. Yeah, check that out. It's, it's a good episode. I think you'll enjoy it. Excellent. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode of the Oxventure D&D podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Harry, for joining us. This has been a real, real treat oh, to have you on. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Uh, can't wait to maybe play with you again someday if we're lucky. Oh, so, I mean, we'll and, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.